Ever wonder how to prepare students to return to school after being out for two years because of the pandemic? Well, our guests will be able to talk to us and let us know. So let's connect. taking the time to stop by and visit with me at the Capers Business Ventures Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Mel Capers, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Hey, listen, the information that we're about to provide to you in this episode is protected by intellectual and copyright laws established by Capers Business Ventures in 2021. I want to take this time now to stop and give pause and give thanks to my great creator for allowing me another opportunity to do his will on this side of heaven. Also want to take this time to shout out my good friend, Ronalda Sullivan. She is founder and chief executive of Dream Differently. She's doing amazing things with Dream Differently, and you need to check her out. So please visit her on her website at dreamdifferently.org. In today's episode, I am very, very thankful to have as a guest a very good friend of mine. We go back to the early 80s, way back to the 80s. He's been around in, in my life for some time and just an amazing person. She is an educator, professional educator. And I want to ask her some more questions about preparing students to return to school yet in the second year of a pandemic. She is Dr. Donna Huji, and she's here with us. Can't wait for you to meet her. So let's do so in our first segment we call Meet and Greet. segment we call the meet and greet segment and i'm so honored to have with me as a guest my good friend dr donna hugey dr hugey how are you i'm doing well i'm doing donna dr <laughs> donna dr donna well thank you donna for yeah. just stopping by with us and sharing some of your time and i gotta tell you uh, first of all let me start by congratulating you on being a grandma oh, number you. two thank right? you so much i just think that's so outstanding you guys oh uh, i gotta thanks. raise my uh, hand up <laughs> grandparents grandparents we are in the house yeah. doing it ah how's everybody doing Every, everyone's well? doing fine everyone's doing fine Good. Oh, yeah. Grandparents number two. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, That's so good. I'm so happy you. for you guys. Thank oh, my goodness. That is something special. Well, th- well, Donna, you know, we're not going to take too much of your time. I know it's, uh, it's, it's time for you to kind of kick back and relax. But I just wanted to start by letting my audience know that you are the superintendent of the entire state of South Carolina. <laughs> really? So, that's not right. I am not so not so at all no 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 i am director of school counseling at a high school in one of the best districts in the state of south carolina lexington richland district five 
We are well, well known nationally. Um, we actually won Time Out's Finest this year, which is the top recognition for a high school in the state. Um, I am a director of school counseling, uh, which means that I supervise other school counselors. I train counselors. I'm an adjunct professor um, at South Carolina State University. All right, HBCU. I love and I'm it. glad to say that I am the South Carolina High School Counselor of the Year as oh, well right. as the South Carolina Counselor of the Year for 2020. So hopefully I'm going up for the national award. Good for you and well-deserved. Oh my gosh, girl, you are really doing some great things. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Well, Donna, there are three areas that I want to kind of uh, discuss with you. The first is I remember seeing recently on your Facebook uh, page uh, pictures of the graduation from your school there. And I was curious to know how, what did it take? What did you do to prepare your, your folks uh, for graduation? I'm talking about the students. Secondly, knowing it's the summertime, what are you doing for relaxation and taking your time off? What are you doing during the time you have off from school? And lastly, how are you preparing for the school year and, and the fall? So that, that's where I want to, to focus the discussion. Well, on. I'm going to first start off by saying that um, it always starts with the relationships that you build with students, Absolutely. you know, while you're working with them um, so that they can have trust in you um, despite situations and circumstances that may come up. So, um you know, getting to know each one of our students is um, is something that we really value. Uh, that's something I really value in the counseling profession. Um, so when we looked at having to go out in March, um, we already knew where our seniors were. We track every senior um, in their progress. Um, and we meet quarterly to see how they're doing. And so when we went out, we knew who our challenging graduates were. Um, we knew who we needed to monitor and uh, maybe assign teacher mentors to. Um, we kept a uh, Google sheet of, to track every student in my high school, and we had over 1,700 students. Wow, 1,700. Wow. As that's far as getting to graduation, we, we were connected with our students. They knew where they were, they knew what they needed to do, they knew um, what they needed to um, to be successful to, to get to graduation because we met with each senior back in the fall mm -hmm. um, and just helping them get to that stage. We did a lot of surveys. We did a lot of celebrations remotely, um, but they want to have a graduation. And we have a faculty and staff that pulled it off. Well, I tell you what, that you did pull it off. And I mean, what are some of the things that you really had to By consider? By moving graduations outside, which <laughs> we were used to in our days. Um, and uh, practicing social distancing. And I think everyone felt comfortable with that. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, it's just a different time right now. And huh? we have to think about those things. And it's almost like it's second, it's becoming second nature, but it's something we can get done. Here, here's the question, though. How many graduates did you have? This year we had uh, 399 Oh, my graduates. goodness. That's a lot of kids right there you had yeah. to deal with. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 399. 399. Holy smokes. <laughs> I got to tell you, hats off to you guys for doing that. I knew you guys after it was all over. <laughs> you had to celebrate good, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my 
goodness, a big celebration was coming. Got to celebrate. You have to celebrate. Now, we're going to actually celebrate after, <laughs> after the podcast. Oh, you're still celebrating. Okay. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> you know, and, and you talked about, um, you know, what do you what do you do over the summer to right, kind of prepare? Right, right. You, 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 we don't have a summer. I mean, actually, we've oh. been virtually meeting, uh, you know, four or five meetings trying to wow. plan plan A, plan B, plan C, plan okay. D. All right, I can um, see that. You know, uh, of yeah. of what stage is our state going to be in, and mm-hmm. um, how are we going to be comfortable? Um, it, right. You know, surveying our communities, our students, our parents, uh, our teachers. Um, mm-hmm. And then also try to revamp how our curriculum might look. Are we going to do all online? That's right. Are we going to do a hybrid of, of the scheduling? Are we going to change our scheduling altogether? Tell me, how, how is the state dealing with all the hoopla of wearing of the mask? What's, what's going on? I am here? not certain about that. What I'm certain about is the environment that I am in and the environment that I'm helping to make decisions in. You know, I can go over to a neighboring district or if my even if like my grandson being in another state Rhode Island at this point I'm concerned I am concerned now if I knew that the decisions that I'm making here in my district and he was here with me and I feel comfortable here um I, I'd be fine because I, I I know the decisions that we're making and I know the why uh we started with why and and what was um, that health um, and safety was our main priority and communicating that to our students and parents, um, being uh, as clairvoyant and in our communication as possible. Um, so I'm comfortable in in this environment because I'm part of it and I'm part of the decision making. I know what's going on. Oh, there, there just absolutely has to be a better way of doing what we've been doing. Huh. Let's just change up some of the things. Just don't stick to what we always have done. Um, Good idea. Let's be creative. Let's but, think outside the box. You know, talking about being creative, how's your faculty? I mean, you know, they have to prepare themselves for this new way of doing uh, school and you know what are you hearing from them are they kind of like in the right mindset are they you know overwhelmed by all of the restrictions and the pandemic i mean what's what's their feeling how, how well you know i i've i've not seen the faculty survey what i have seen is some social media posts from teachers um and a lot of them are anxious and and, and have anxiety just like everyone else which is um, which is to be expected. And, you know, if you have adults having anxiety about coming back, you're definitely going to have kids um, and parents with it. So, you know, they have a lot of questions. They have a lot of questions. Um, you know, we're looking at the national um, pressure, which trickles down to the state, uh, states and following CDC guidelines. And so it freaks everyone out. Um, but I think people are embracing it, though. I think they want to want want to be creative. Speaking of being creative, how how are you guys handling students with special needs? What are you doing anything uh, more for students with special needs? Well, um, we one of the first things we did is we put together a tele wellness plan when we first went out, and that included. Um, me as sort of like uh, we don't have a district level school counseling director which hint hint district we might need to do that <laughs> but um, but uh, as far as uh, the, 
the lead counselor on that committee. I was the high school lead counselor on that committee with the district, along with our special ed department person at the district level, school psychologist. Um, so we all got together on how to make sure that we are providing services. And um, so we put together a plan um, to be able to reach out to those students. And there were times when some teachers have to go on site to provide those services to the most needy students. So, um, you know, you just put together a plan and, and uh, people in education have big hearts. So I think they, they will go the extra mile. They do. We do. Indeed. Well, listen, I don't want to monopolize your entire day. So I just have a handful of questions I want to ask. And uh, the first one is the politics of the White House. How how is the politics of the White House impacting your school, your school district, and uh, the entire state of South Carolina, the education system? I can't speak for anyone else. I really can't. Um, You know, what I can do is I can speak for myself. I think we've got people whose profession it is to tell us, you know, what is safe and what is not safe. Um, In education, we've been taught and trained to read, you know, process information, comprehend information, and then, you know, make the best decisions. And when we talk about causing no harm, you know, doctors, uh, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the professionals will um, be ethical in their profession to cause no harm. And when you let pressure in politics come into play, I think that you're breaching, causing harm. And uh, you know, as a school counselor, that's that's my goal. So regardless of what we have to face, uh, one of the things that I am going to stress from day one is that we've got to keep it safe and we've got to um, minimize any harm to anybody. And that that's. That's from me, you know, to the janitors, to the students and the parents and the people they go home to. They go home to babies. They go home to elderly people. And so uh, it's a community thing. And I don't I just don't. Yeah. Donna, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. But when do you return to school in the fall and and how are you going to administer your curriculum? (laughs) Our start date is August 19th. It's 19. Um, yeah. Okay. Yes. But um, again, we're not quite sure um, if we're going to continue all virtual uh, instruction, whether or not we'll ha- have a hybrid where those that want to come will come and those that um, want to do online will can do online. What I'm thinking, what I feel uh, is happening now is that it's causing us to really embrace change in, in, in the way we think education should be delivered. And you know, I've heard, I've talked with students for the last 20 years, and a lot of students have told me, you know, this high school setting is just not for me. I know I'm going to go through these four years, but I don't think it should be this structured. I, I would rather have some flexibility. You know, why can't I stay home and take some classes? So it's even allowing us to see that even as a public high school where we had traditional every day, that maybe we maybe we could have allowed some days where a student could stay home and do some online classes if, if that fit more into them and their personality and their learning modalities. So I think it's forcing us to open, open our eyes to, um, you know, not always seeing, being so narrow about how it should look. 
Well, here, here's a good one for you. Knowing that August 19th is right around the corner, we all know when it gets to be August and September and school's returning, it's time for football. So what is your school and your school district, what is it doing about uh, the return of uh, sports in your, your area? Um, you know, in the South, football, you know, football rules. Um and I've seen where some of the Ivy League schools have scrapped football. Harvard, you know, um, it's all a wait and see. At this point, we did start back with football, summer practice um, a little bit, weight training, that kind of thing. Um, but when the numbers started spiking back up in South Carolina, everything else, it got shut down again. Um, so it's, it's up in the air. It really is up in the okay, okay, that's high school. So what about the college? The University of South Carolina is right, what, 20 miles away from you, where you are in uh, South Carolina State, all the football schools there. Uh, I think it's still up in the air. Um, they're looking at the numbers in the state. Uh, if they continue mm-hmm. to increase, the governor has said, you know, you may not have football in, in the fall. Oh, um, you know, the other things that I've been hearing is the capacity in the stadiums. They may, they may minimize that. Um, okay. So I think everything is just up in the air. You know, I, again, I teach at SC State and I develop my schedule because it is a field placement course for secondary school counselors. They don't have to come. We don't have to come every week. Um, they do a lot of field work and then we meet on Saturdays. So I tend to look at the football schedule to see when I don't want to be on campus on Saturday. Right. Yeah. I have yet to see the football schedule posted. Usually okay. it's posted okay. by now. So everyone's kind of in a wait and see kind of mode. You know, it, it, it leads me down to think about uh, the staff of the schools. Like um, you talked earlier about uh, from you to the janitors. And I, I can recall, actually, in my younger days, I did work as a janitor in the school. And my mother also was uh, a, a worker in the cafeteria. So how are how are, are your are your staff handling what they are going to be doing and what exactly are they going to be doing like in the cafeteria uh, what's um, they're talking more about uh, packaging lunches and uh, okay. serving in the classrooms in the classrooms yeah. so oh. you would still have yeah. your cafeteria staff there preparing lunches okay. but instead of okay. having you know we would have open buffets you would just get what you want get the hamburger you know get the fries off of the you know off of the buffet lines um probably packaging the foods students probably would select a meal and it would be packaged and uh delivered to the classrooms that's my understanding or um allow each classroom to come now you know you're talking about cdc guidelines in a classroom where we typically at my school never have a class over 25 um so you will have some schools that can't do that so the question is when you do bring them back and um, even in a class of 25, there you cannot distance people six feet apart. So you're going to have to figure out how half of that class can come in and the other half not. My goodness, there are just so many things that you have to take into consideration leading up to this fall and bringing students back. And I'm telling you, oh my God, I... I Again, my hat's off to you, girl, and the entire educational field for what you're doing and what you have to do under the circumstances. So, which leads me to my last question. 
And my last question is probably a very obvious question because you are in the field. But I'm going to extend the question. My question is this. Do you love your job? Obviously, you do. That's why you're still in it. But here's the extension. Under the circumstances that we have now with this pandemic and all of the different adjustments that we have to make, school buses, transportation in, uh, we talked about the cafeteria, the classroom size, social distancing, mask, everything. Do you love your, how do you feel about your job now under these circumstances? Um, my, my love for my job is um, the challenge of trying to help figure it out. I mean, that's the love of my job of how are we going to do this? I mean, I've never backed down from a challenge. And so I think it's doable. I don't, I don't know how, but I, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to be a part of the solution. Um, I've always seen myself as uh, a person in the school that helps solve problems that help people bring people together to kind of work towards solutions. And I'm a solution focused person. So what, what are we going to do? I'm not, I'm, I'm not one to say what if, what, you know, what if this, yeah, I do question the what ifs, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but I'm more so what can we do? What, what solutions can we come yeah. to, to, to rectify this Absolutely. situation? You know, I, I appreciate you being who you are and, always looking for a better way of doing things. Donna, it's time for us to get into our final segment, which we call the Connect segment. So let's do that right now and let's get into the Connect. segment we call the connect segment this is the segment where we ask our guests to give out their social media handles telephone numbers and any kind of information that will be helpful for our audience to connect and i am so happy to have had with me my good friend dr donna hucci she's here listen girl it's been a pleasure and i'm so glad that you are in the profession that you're in and i'm so glad that you are a solver and uh, students Students, they have to love you guys because you guys really put your heart and soul to what you do. And again, my hat's off to you. And I want to find out before we get out of here is if someone wants to get in touch with you on social media or some kind of way, how do they get in touch with you? Um, I, I have a personal website. Um, it's uh, Dr. Donna hugie.com mm-hmm. uh, it is um, it, again it's more of a, a personal uh, website that promotes my book, oh, uh, book. and my and uh, yeah, and my scholarship fund yeah. I do provide a scholarship fund to a student mm-hmm. in my hometown right um, and she is uh, she is and I thank everyone who has uh, given me support to that because uh, I have a scholarship winner for this year and she is posted on my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have an additional website that's called proschoolcounselor.com and it's all thanks proschool counseling uh, that promotes the profession. 
So, yeah. Well, good. Thank you so much for that. Listen, Donna, I have had a great time having you on this episode, and it's been so informative. I know, like you said, August 19th is when you start your school, and it's right around the corner, believe it or not. And um, thank you for just taking the time and sitting with us and giving us some insights. And please give uh, my best to your family and everybody else, especially my, my brother out there. And I just hope that you continue to do what you're doing, okay, lady. Okay. So I thank you again. You're welcome. And, and, and maybe I'll have an update on how we will open. That later. would be fantastic. That oh, would be fantastic. Yes. Thank you, my dear friend. Hey, so we'll see you later. And listen, everybody, we will see you the next time.